Hello again. You're listening to Car Chum. Good to have you with me. Somebody else who's with me is my car chum, Mike, noted motoring author. Not sure who noted him, but someone must have done at some point. He's knowledgeable and sometimes quite amusing. We recorded this episode quite close to Christmas, so what could be more relevant to talk about than festive cars? I know, sounded easy in my head, but when it came to research time, not so much. So let's make a start on this week's Car Chum. Everything okay with your end, Mike? No, I'm I'm good on my end, as they say. <laughs> Enough about your end, uh, and more about seasonal festivities and the great fun of today's subject: mm-hmm. Christmas cars. Yay! It's fundamentally not a very good idea, this. Um, but, but... Well, it's it's another one of your ideas that could be taken in probably several different ways. And I uh, I yearn to see how we've managed to misinterpret it this week. Well, basically, it just all hung on, on the fact that I was really enjoying the fact that, you know, you, the two words run together so well, don't they? Christmas card duh, is part of the speech at this time of year, isn't it? Christmas cards. Yeah. And this is this is Christmas cars. Oh, I see what you've done there. Yeah. I mean, really, that was it. That okay. and quite often when we think of these things, I think, oh, yeah, no, and we can talk about and you get one idea and you think, well, that's fine. If I've got one really good idea, the rest will just flow from there. Mm, because we're such good communicators and we feed <laughs> off each other so well. <laughs> yeah. And then you have that one good idea and then you think, right, what are the other things? And you can't think of anything. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good. I'm, I'm glad you approached this in exactly the same way as I did. <laughs> Apart from the one good idea. Well, my one good idea is this. It's not even a car, actually. If I said to you, holidays are coming, what would you say? Cliff Richard. Double-decker bus. <laughs> no. 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 But it is, um, it is red. It is red. Um, fire engines. No. No. Robins. <laughs> More sugary. The post office. How's the post office sugary? <laughs> well, some of the stuff you get through the post occasionally, you think, that's sweet. <laughs> um, and then you no. taste it, and then you realise it's next door's post. Holid- holidays are coming. Yeah. Coke. Coca-Cola. Pepsi, Pepsi yeah. No. <laughs> Coke. Okay, right. Yeah. The Coke truck. Oh. Uh... Oh. What about it? Well, I don't know. I was hoping you were going to help me out here. <laughs> uh, okay. okay. Now, I've got a question. So do you think that the holidays are coming and the Coke truck, the big red, I, I, I hate saying it, semi, um, is... is uh, <laughs> Happy Christmas. Hey, rush out to the street and look at this semi. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's huge considering how cold it is out there it's all covered in lights point at it this isn't this isn't going quite the way I intended when do you think the coke the coke truck and holiday turn, yes go on when, when do, do I think, think all of this started ooh 1995 
Have you Googled it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> About ten minutes ago. <laughs> uh, oh. Oh. Go on, so, to surprise me. You can edit that. Uh, out. Yeah, well, you know, amazingly, because I think I agree with you, Mike. We all think <laughs> how long ago it would be. We all we all think it was about oh I don't know sixteen eighty twenty years ago. <laughs> sixteen eighty two, nineteen ninety five. Really? That's, yeah. That does surprise me. <laughs> I I thought it was at least ninety six. And uh, would would that have been in in December that began, or or was the uh, Coca Cola uh, no. truck around in in June? No, November. November. Yeah, because oh. it, yeah, I know. Fail. A, a US ad agency came up with it, and do you know what? It wasn't even a real truck to start with. It was just a set of props. Yeah, I know. For the first uh, I ad. mean, I mean, oh, oh really? <laughs> how how many? Two or four? Look, this isn't supposed to be a test. Um, um, three? Yeah. Um, yeah. Hang on. Yeah. You're telling me. Uh, and it was called the Christmas Caravan. Oh, okay. Did you know that? Yes. How many wheels? No. Okay. <laughs> How many wheels did it have? Uh, probably 18 plus a spare. Yeah. Now, is that... Uh, now, this is truck knowledge, mm. right? Which you'll probably have for no particularly useful I've, reason i've watched convoy 18 so i was working this out actually strangely laying in bed last night mm-hmm. two at the front then you'd have twin axles at the back of dualies so that's four wheels this is on the tractor four yes. eight yes nine ten so there's ten on a tractor correct on a general american setup yes yeah, okay, so there's ten there, and then what have we got? We've got eight left, so that's another two sets of two sets of four. Yeah, yeah, yeah on the trailer. Okay. And that's a standard setup, is it, 18? Um, generally for an American tractor-trailer unit, yeah. Um, usually just the centre axles driven. Um, and if you, if you want to get really boring, I'll I tell you how you can do Please. axle... Uh, designations so a truck with two steering wheels and two driven axles is called a six by four because you've got the the double tires are counted as as one so you've got six wheels four of them driven okay normally um that was the traditional way of doing it was you had two driven axles in the old days not so much now there tends to be only one driven axle that would be a six by two so hence, this works out that, you know, if you've got a Range Rover, you've got four wheels, four are driven, it's a four by four. Yeah. Um, and that, that kind of works for all vehicles. Most cars are a, a four by two. You've got one yes. driven axle, two tyres. But double wheels are counted as, as singles when you talk about chassis designation. Are there any four by ones? Um, not that I'm aware of. Um, I suppose if you wanted to get really technical with with the whole kind of has it got a limited slip diff? Um, oh, yeah, you know, cheating. But it would be a bit complicated. I mean, you would say a Reliant Robin was a three by one. But it's not. Hang on, no, uh, no, no, because the two this uh, solid rear axle on those. Yeah, so it's a three by two. I was thinking of sorry. I was thinking of the really early Reliance where they had the engine in the front, driven driving the one wheel. So um, ah, okay. But yes, you would have so rear wheel drive Reliant three by two, 
um, front wheel drive single, assuming a single wheel at the front. Yeah. yeah. What, um, you mean a, you, you mean a Robin Reliant? That's the one. Yeah. Yeah. A Martin. <laughs> Let's not start that again. Let's not start that again. Um, anyway, so what about the Coke truck? I'm drinking uh, a Pepsi, th- by the way, just to uh, for the, just uh, for the sake of balance. Yeah, <laughs> just in case either one to sponsor. Uh, Thirty thousand bulbs. Oh, that's a lot. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, anyway, it grew into real trucks from '96 onwards, I think. Mm-hmm. And then in 2001, they started touring the uh, United States mm-hmm. in Christ- Christmas time. Mm-hmm. 2010, UK got its own. Yep. How many miles? How many miles would that UK one have done? Would you say, if there was a news report in a in a local paper that you know in Wales, right. say that came up with a mileage for it? Right, that that, that, that particular paper that I didn't read. Oh, okay. Um, it, was, it was about the fifth one down from <laughs> from the on Google anyway. It was about the fifth one. It was it's over over eight hundred thousand miles now. In twenty fifteen, it was seven hundred and thirty thousand miles that truck had racked up. What in the UK? Apparently, that's what they reckon. No. Well, well I, it mu- yeah, but it must have been a u- well-used truck when they bought I, it. Then. I suspect that probably was the case because <laughs> further on in the same article, it said they did about four thousand miles on the tours, on the Coca-Cola yeah. tours. So I think you're probably yeah, they right. Yeah, do. Because at the moment, it's it, I don't know where it is at this moment because they only release the dates just before they get there. So they mm. they do a rolling release. It's um, just well, it, it was in um, it was in Bristol over the weekend. Anyway, irrelevant. Go on, you do you do your bit, and then I'll correct you. <laughs> Let me just plough on and uh, finish mm. with my fascinating facts. In America, you might pick me up on this. I've looked at pe- pictures, and I think it's a Kenworth truck over there. Me too. That's that was okay. what I deduced. <laughs> although I, I can't th- find any information. No. On it. There is none. Although no, it's I th- weird, I th- isn't it? I think, um, certainly the early ones seem to be Kenworths, but I think they may have used a Freightliner at one point as well. Right, um, okay. But certainly it appears to be a Kenworth in the majority <laughs> of the adverts, not that mm. I've researched this at all. Um, <laughs> no, the, well, that is, it's that big, um, very upright grill, the classic American truck look, mm, isn't it? Mm. Okay, so I'm pretty certain it's Kenworth. In the UK... It's a bullnose Scania. It is indeed, yeah. Six six twenty V eight, I think, but I'm not absolutely <laughs> certain about that bit because you can't see the badges. But it's yes. definitely a bullnose Scania, and it's definitely a V eight. It is definitely a Scania, yeah. Um, uh, what the the a configuration they call conventional, because um, tr- the the traditional truck engine in front, cab behind it. Yeah. Um, so that's known as the conventional. If it's got a bonnet on the front that opens, yeah. If it's if if the driver is virtually sitting over the engine, it's known as a cab over, and then the whole mm-hmm. cab tilts to get to the engine rather than just having a separate bonnet at the front. You know this. You've got an HGV license. I do, um, <laughs> and and you must remember to remove your uh, can of Pepsi slash Coca Cola from <laughs> from the cup holder before you tilt the car- cab. <laughs> I always wondered about that when I was a kid. You'd see mm. trucks around, and I was always fascinated yeah. by trucks anyway. But I always thought, yeah, surely everything in the you know that you've left yeah. on the bunk in the back and everything yeah. just goes flying straight into the windscreen, doesn't it? When you open the cab, all the all those copies of specialist magazines. <laughs> uh, <laughs> The rope. <laughs> All the... uh, um, what do you What do you think the um, most powerful truck in the world is? It's got nothing to do with the Coke truck. Ooh, 
Um, what, like ever built or road truck? Well, or? No, no, now, you know, that you can buy. I would imagine probably one of those big V8 Scanias, is it not? Well, up until 20, forgot the date, it's like 20, mm. 20 recently, okay. Volvo held it with the FH16. Okay. Um, and oh, that really? was a, yeah, Globetrotter thing, I presume, where, you know, yeah. they say Globetrotter above them. Uh, 700 horsepower one and just been eclipsed by or it recently uh, undisclosed date um <laughs> uh, Sc- uh, scania r730 mm, okay. so they picked it by 30 horsepower so there i i can remember a friend of mine i was out with um actually working for a car magazine so he was like a car enthusiast as well and i'd seen one of these big scania v8 and it had it was clear it was all customized up it was lovely and it had the big stacks on the back Mm-hmm. And I saw it going round the roundabout, and I sort of pointed out to him, oh, you know, it's a good-looking truck. And he went, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's decent. And then we pulled onto the motorway, and it was in front of us, and you could hear this thing climbing up a hill, and it clearly had the big V8 in it. And mm-hmm. drew alongside it, and we put the window down. And the driver's clearly keeping an eye on us in the mirror, because he heard that he saw the window go down, and he changed down a couple of times and gave this thing a <laughs> rev, and it went, whoa! <laughs> a massive V8 noise and it impressed us so much <laughs> waving at this guy as we went by but it, they sound incredible mm. the big V8s yeah. sound amazing yeah yeah I uh, urge anyone to go onto YouTube later on and, and do some uh, Scania V8 sounds because <laughs> under load these things do sound great and I, I live near a haulage yard uh, it's a couple of streets away and late at night these things come down the road and it probably I'm the only one of the neighbours who thinks oh that sounds amazing but they <laughs> I've got a thing that in America they call a Jacob's break or a Jake break which basically correct me if I'm wrong here but it's it's mm-hmm. part of a, um, it's a supplementary braking system that cuts off air to the engine and therefore slows the engine which then helps to slow the truck it's something correct. along those lines it certainly it sounds great because it sounds like you're revving the engine through the exhaust. Yes, so you have a lever on. It's normally just a, a hand lever, like a like, like the old Mercedes um, style cruise control mm-hmm. uh, on the column. Yeah, and you just you can some. I think hmm, I'm struggling to remember. I think they're either some are either just on and off, and some of them are graduated. But yes, basically it adds more resistance from the engine in mm-hmm. deceleration. It's very effective, actually, because it stops you from being needing to be on the brakes all the time. Idea being, of course, when you're holding back all that weight coming down a, a long grade, mm. you know, your brakes would, would get extremely hot by the time you get to the bottom. This actually just you know, reduces the quantity of braking yeah. you need. But they do get red hot. I mean, brakes do anyway. Brakes on a car get red mm. hot after a little bit of use. But, uh, you know, the big trucks, they, <laughs> they're holding back an awful lot of weight, aren't they? tens of tons and yeah yeah exactly so i think that's probably enough on trucks that's on car chum Uh, (laughs) truck chum (laughs) so what's our theme again christmas cars so i couldn't really think of 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 particularly anything so um i hooray yeah so that's that's with with that in mind (laughs) see you next week see ya (laughs) oh would that i could so I just started thinking about music in in general for Christmas songs. I was trying to think of car songs for Christmas. Mm. Um, and there are a few. 
There mm-hmm. are a few. Um, there's obviously the typical, you know, the, the ones that are on all the time um that aren't car songs that are just christmas songs you know you don't it's not really christmas until you hear the waitress's christmas rapping or jonah louis stopping mm-hmm. the cavalry no no and i'm going to avoid the obvious one because it's one that i think you mentioned you want to talk about but yeah, I mean, for, for me it's 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 not christmas until i hear the beach boys singing little saint nick <laughs> <laughs> um, which i think was from the 1964 christmas album okay. um 1964 they're well into the um the hot rod songs 63 64 they've gone from surfing to hot rod and then in, from about 65 the beach boys then took their music very seriously and they stopped doing fads and you got into the whole good vibrations kind of thing but little saint nick um they're singing about santa and his customized toboggan mm. and in the hot rod lingo it's um it's candy apple red with a ski for a wheel or when santa hits the gas watch your peel it's the little Saint Nick. <laughs> watch, hang on, watch the peel, as in, as in the. Watch her peel, watch her peel yeah. out, watch her lay rubber, which is probably yeah, quite yeah, tricky yeah. with a um, with a ski for a wheel. <laughs> but I love the idea of this sort of candy apple red. Um, in the same vein, uh, the Malibus, who are a slightly more modern surf group, but they've got um, the song "Santa Drives a Superstock Dodge," where. <laughs> I'll send you a link later. You'll yeah. love it. Uh, that's, that's the Malibus. Basically, Santa's sleigh um, breaks breaks one of its skis, but he manages to uh, to find a little old lady with a super stock Dodge Charger in her garage. Oh, uh, that's good, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, it's like she lends him the car. He manages to yeah. deliver all the toys with it. It leads yeah. to the wonderful line, Merry Christmas, listen to my Hemi wine. And if that if that doesn't sum up the spirit of Christmas and the season, I don't know what does. Splendid, yes. You you and your you and your specialist modern music. Not that modern, really. But I mean, well, oh, you I, said you it know, was newer. It's new. Well, yes, actually, it's probably the eighties, I believe. I never actually have figured out when they recorded that. And that That's was pretty much me spent, other than unless you want to talk about about Christmas toys. Let's finish on the music because. Mine's the obvious. Yeah. Chris Rea. Yeah. Driving Day- home for Daytona. Christmas. Yeah. yeah. No. So do you mm. know the story of how he wrote it? Um Yeah, it was Road Rage. Oh no, wait, that's uh, that was that was in in my car. Um How did he write it, Tony? Oh, I am glad you want to know, Mike. I'm hanging on the edge of my seat. <laughs> he was working in Abbey Road in the late eighties. Mm-hmm. And Surely there's more to it than that. That, that's it. That's the end of the story. Oh, okay. uh, and, his, and it's such his... an inspirational place. <laughs> he and his wife lived in Middlesbrough. Plus, I change the train was so expensive that it was cheaper for her to come all the way down from Middlesbrough in the Mini, pick him mm. up and drive back home. So that's mm. what she did. Uh. And driving back home, she was she was driving, he was passengering. Oh, this isn't going to be a horrible Mark Boland-style car crash, is it? No, no, no. He just he he looked because you know there's a line about looking across the other driver. He's the same as me, right? That you know, would be you a, know that line in there. That would be a reflection, surely, in the window. 
<laughs> um, well, he, he, it's actually because he looked across and saw these people and that they're miserable sitting in the traffic. And, <laughs> and so they were sat there writing a song as well. That's right. <laughs> so, and I, and I, think, I think this has become somewhat embellished, but, but um, uh, every time there was a street light, he'd write some more lyrics. I, I'm not quite convinced by well, that bit. Probably because but... it was dark. And that was yes, the only way you, you could got... write something was when the light shone in. Yeah, but you've got interior lights, haven't you? Yeah, but that's dangerous. Drive along in a mini <laughs> with the interior light on. Well, Not anyway, unless you're on the Monte Carlo uh, rally. So he describes it as a, a, a car version of a carol. And I, I think he's missing a trick there with playing with the word carol, because that's got oh, the word God. car in it, hasn't it? Right. So it's not a carol, it's a carol. Okay. Thanks very much. Yeah. He wrote it originally for Van Morrison. Didn't write it for himself. Uh, the, uh, the angriest ten... man in music, Van Morrison. <laughs> he released it in '88, but it got to number 53. That's all. Wasn't popular. That's because it was August. <laughs> yeah, Christmas. Christmas tracks in March are really weak. So Wait a minute, something. guys. It's the end of February. Surely we should be doing Valentine's. No, no, no. Trust me. It's a, it's a grower. And it never had a. Um, uh, an official music video. Ah. If you if you watch the original, it's just the snowy bonnet of something that to me is unidentifiable in America, driving in heavy snow. Well, that sounds like a challenge. And it's got um, sort of square fog lamps at the front. That's about all you can identify right. on it. Next, next the... week, I'll have an answer for you. <laughs> yeah, sure you will. And the newer video, which is out for it, includes him... Just a sort of fairly close up of him singing from the eighties. Okay. And fake snow coming down. And weirdly, just again, driver's eye view, driving in America, I presume, because it's certainly driving on the right hand side, but it in no snow. Hmm. I know, it's weird. Um, so you've got fake snow, but then the roads are clear. The first vehicle in that is that you see that it overtakes is <laughs> obscure to say the least. I could be wrong on these. These are just my interpretations, incidentally. A Renault 11 hatchback. Okay. So that made me doubt America, but they did import the Renault 11 over there, didn't yes, they? Yes, they did. Yeah. Um, as part of the AMC Alliance. Mm-hmm. They got the Renault 9 as well. They got a very cool little two-door Renault 9. Yeah. Uh, convertible. So, yes, did they, did sure they, they get got the, the hatch, 11. though? Did yes. they get the hatch? Okay, so, yes. so I think that could be right. So you need to check this for me because I might but be I right. I think they only got the two-door hatch. Okay. It's, um, it's, I didn't but yeah, if, that, if you but... look up AMC Alliance, they, they okay. got various Renaults in, yeah, yeah, in America. Yeah. Uh, it had a name, didn't it? It wasn't called that. It had a name. Um, probably. I don't think it was the 11. I think it had a name. Yeah, well, it was the AMC something or other probably. Mm. It may have been uh, the he, alliance. Then he overtakes a few, or who, whoever's filming, overtakes a few sort of beige and brown kind of box saloons. There's a horse box features that I saw. Okay. And then, and then a fleeting glance of what looks kind of like a Skoda Estelle. Right. <laughs> but, but is highly unlikely to be, I accept. And there must have been an American equivalent, the Chrysler Alpine Dodge oh, the, something. Like the, 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 the little hatchback, like we got yeah, the, sun, yeah. the Lotus Sunbeam stuff. Um, no, 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 yeah. no, 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 later, seventies, eighties, um, the square, square, rectangular headlights, Chrysler Alpine, <laughs> Talbot, 
alpine uh, it was. Right. Sorry, anyway. I'm still stuck on it being a, a like the Lotus Sunbeam star. No, no forget so the one after. No. No, 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 no. The Lotus uh, well, no, Sunbeam no, no, no. is the smaller. <laughs> You said that. It's not helping. The, um, just, the... just shouting at me in German. <laughs> the, the, you're 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 t- thinking too small, Mike. Think bigger. The um, I've been the told lotus that before. Yeah. <laughs> the lotus lotus is small one. Yes. It's sort of escort sized. Or smaller. The, the... Yes. Yes. Yeah. The next next size up. Oh, like the great big hatchbacky thing. Like yeah. the like the um not the the one down from the Tagora. Correct. In between in between the lotus and the the, the, the Tagora, yeah, the hatchback. Oh, the uh, Chrysler um, Alpine. It was yeah. Alpine. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Great. No, that was I don't, really I don't interesting, think, wasn't it? I don't think uh, they got those outside Europe. I'm pretty sure uh, they okay. didn't go to the States. Oh, okay, because they were Talbots originally. I just wondered if they dodged them up. Not that I'm aware of. Okay. Anyway, one of those goes past, I think. Again, it can't be if it's America, but it looks like that, and it's in a sort of lime green, you know, very, very nice. Okay. There's some, some viewing for you, and I'm all out of facts. No, thanks thanks for that, Tony. I can't remember the last time I felt so Christmassy in such a short amount of time. You've, you've really ho, captured ho, ho. the mise-en-scene <laughs> of, uh, of, of the entire festive season with that. Cheers. I like to think so. He also, uh, Chris Rear owned a Volvo 340 as well. Did he? Yeah. That's, did an, he that's use, an aside. Did he use it for drifting? That's what they all seem to be <laughs> yeah. used for now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've got Renault everyone... engines as well. Have they? Hmm, the 1.4, well, certainly the 1.4, yeah, and the 1.7. They're both uh, both Renault engines. Yeah. Friend friend of mine had one. Um, hated this car. Absolutely hated it, but um, it's, it's, it was one of those situations where he had to buy a car, and his wife quite liked it. She said, "Oh, you know, it's a Volvo. It's it's a decent car. It's safe for the way you drive." Um, he hated this thing, and I went round one day, and um, his, his wife was out, and he'd taken the opportunity to dig out a tree stump, a gigantic tree stump in his front garden, and he was trying to hang it out with this Volvo, <laughs> just like a rope tied to the car. And uh, <laughs> what, what are you doing? I'm going to kill this this damn car. I absolutely hate it. And just backwards and forwards of this thing. The intention of snapping the crankshaft or, or whatever. And all it did was pull the tree out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure he still had the car six months later because it was oh, yeah. impossible to kill. Oh, they're, they're amazing. Finally had a grudging respect for it. It just said, like, it's not my image. A small Volvo is just not my image. Well, but, rare now. But I can't Very help rare. thinking it's actually quite a decent car underneath. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I've had one. Have you? Hmm. Uh, 50 quid it cost me. Ah. I think that's a whole other story. It's not very Christmassy, that. No, nothing Nothing about this show is. Yeah, this is a good way of rounding off, actually, isn't it? Mm. Uh, what are we doing? Hang on, hang on, hang on. I've forgotten already. Oh, yes. Uh, calendar ca- calendar cars. <laughs> like you've got it written down there. Calendar cars, which is what, what, we, what we promised we would do this week. Oh, that's where the confusion's come from. Mm. Amongst, amongst other places. Yes. Next week is definitely calendar cars. I've explained the concept in advance to Mike. It's quite straightforward, 12 months, so we'll take six apiece, and 12 cars that deserve a place on the perfect calendar. Maybe 2023 will bring a car chum calendar. Hmm, now there's an idea. All that's left now is for me to get Chris Rear out of my head. Pip, pip.